0: Serial killers are not unique creatures to the Western world. There are killers and legends of killers in every country on the globe. Tonight, we're going to a place we've never been to before to talk about a killer with a very distinct M.O. Reminiscent of Jack the Ripper, he instilled fear into one of the most helpless classes of society, the Pavement Dwellers. If you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get stoned. Belated birthday, yeah! John. Happy belated
1: birthday, John.
0: Because we didn't record yesterday, so I know I felt really bad. Like, so I got home. Oh, we were ready because he, he was editing all day yesterday. Uh, anyway, yeah. Did you see all your comments?
2: No, I didn't. I don't know how to do that. I saw like two. I
0: made a post, and you there made a lot post. Of people that yeah, she did. Oh, I... and,
1: and it's funny because when you posted that, I literally was going to make a post that said the same thing about being the host <laughs> of the most, and I was like, "Damn, she beat me to it."
0: That's funny. Yeah, I made a post. Well, Listen, I made a post. I There's didn't like 50 see people anything.
2: People that wish you a happy birthday. Oh, well, thank you so much. Guys, the Quackery episode is really great. Which one? The one that we just oh, put the, out. the
1: interview one? The plague.
2: No, the plague. Oh,
1: the,
0: on, the, on the the Black, uh, the black Death. He talks Which is about um... Ironic. I was like, "Uh-huh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel right now."
2: <laughs> he talks about, the, about a plague the plague doctor. It's very Ooh. interesting. He's a very smart guy. So check go check out. that out. It's the plague. It just came out on Quackery podcast. It's a it's a fantastic <laughs> episode. All right, well, I didn't give you a hint, so let's just get right Wait, in. Wait, yes,
0: you... Oh.
2: You didn't make a drink, so... Well,
0: I didn't know if... I knew Jen wasn't feeling well, so I wasn't going to make a drink for just you, but then I did end up making a drink for just you.
2: So where are we going? Who are we killing?
1: England. Stonehenge. And someone gets what? hit over the head with a rock.
2: The, <laughs> the actual stone falls on someone's head?
1: Maybe, who knows? <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Is that a murder? I, or an accident? Every time <laughs> Aliens.
2: I... All these shows I watch... They're like, oh my God, look at this mystery. Like, they were so, so far advanced ahead of their time. They literally just stacked a bunch of fucking stones on top of each other. How is that advanced over their time? How do they
0: do that? It doesn't matter. It's like, if they were advanced over their time, it does matter how they got there because they waste so much. I know. You're missing the point.
2: Well, I'm not missing the point. And the reason I did that was to map the celestial heavens.
0: Yeah, I know, but how did they get the stones up there? That's the whole point With of like why a, it's a big deal. With like a freaking
2: forklift or a crane.
0: Right, okay, gotcha. Right, okay.
2: So this is not going to be a big story, kind of short. Not much information on this story. We're going to a place where we haven't been yet, but... Ooh. France? There's a lot of people there, and if you need some work on your website, you can get someone India. from there. There you go, India.
1: Oh, we haven't been to India yet.
2: We're going to Calcutta, which used to be called... Um... No, no, that's a different city. Bombay's a different city. Well, we're kind of going there tonight too, but mostly in Calcutta, which used to be still Calcutta, but spelled differently, K-A-L-K-U-T-A, Calcutta, but it's now Calcutta. Anyway, we're going to June 1st, 1989. For this story. Hmm. And this is an unsolved murder mystery of the likes of Jack the Ripper. This is the India Jack the Ripper, Hmm. if you want to put it that way. And
0: it's more, much more recent, right? You said 1980s? 1989.
2: And uh, we're going to talk about later. There's been some other cases. The last one was in 2014. And it was in a different city, but the MO is the exact same. So... It might... The guy is probably still alive, I'd imagine. Hmm. Yeah. You know? But anyway, so we're going to start right off by reading the newspaper. So this is from the Sydney Morning Herald, Tuesday, September 19th, 1989. The The story takes place in June 1st, and this is the first victim of this story, the first of 13 of this story. Oof.
0: Mr. Mohan Sau 40 who ekes out a street living selling illicit liquor, said he woke up one morning and went for a cup of tea. Ten minutes later, he returned to find his wife, Aaliyah, 30, lying in a pool of blood. She was the stone man's first victim.
2: Stone man. Tonight we are talking about the stone man. Is he stoning people
0: to
1: death?
2: (laughs) So go to talkmoney.com. This is one of the victims right here, and you see... The murder scene, the crime scene—you see that big ass rock. Yeah. So
1: wait, so I was right. Someone does get their. That head... was true. The
2: stone man, the stone man of India. No one knows who this is, or if he's still alive, or if he's still, or, or if he's still killing, or if it's just a copycat killer. But this story, the actual stone man incident happens in 1989 hmm. okay now there's some stone incidents before in 1985 which we'll get to later in the story but he actually gets the moniker stone man in 1989
0: that's an awfully large stone that he's throwing yeah, are they so all t- that big that he's chucking. they are all there?
2: that big i'm gonna get to that in a second
0: does he carry this around with him he probably has a rickshaw
2: right <laughs> okay go ahead and read this
0: Here on this pavement, I learned to live again, to survive. And here on this pavement, I lost the last person who belonged to me.
2: Mm. That is the husband of the victim, the wife, that they were sleeping right beside each other, or probably like three or four feet apart. And then he actually woke up to see his wife's head. I mean, you saw the stone. I mean, the head was flat pretty much. Now, all right, so this story happens in Calcutta. There's a poet, his name was Rudyard Kipling. I never read any of his shit because I don't like poetry.
1: Oh, I've read Kipling before.
2: He says that Calcutta is, quote, the city of dreadful night. Mm. It is, one newspaper I read said, it said, quote, the famine and disease and grinding poverty are almost synonymous with Calcutta. The city's named after Kali, K-A-L-I, that's the goddess of death and destruction.
0: Oh, I feel like that's an ominous name Matt, for a yeah. city. What do you mean? It's not like the name is after the city of light and hope. It's the city of death and destruction so it's like a,
2: rainbows. It's an ancient, not ancient, the city was formed like 300 years ago. And you know how the Indians do with all their goddesses and their elephant with like <laughs> Their elephant with, like, 12 arms.
0: But I'm just saying, like, they're not helping themselves out here.
2: Other cities are named after some type of goddess or god or whatever. Hindu. Now, the homeless population in Calcutta is freaking ridiculous. I've actually could not get a definite statistic. I've seen it in multiple newspapers, even, like, New York Times and the... Austin City Herald and all this stuff, ranging from fifty thousand homeless to one million homeless. So I cannot get an accurate picture. A lot of sources would say like five hundred thousand or six hundred thousand. So it's probably up towards the million homeless range. And that's that's in the nineteen eighty nine census with a population of ten point six million. So that's basically one out of ten people are homeless. Ten percent people.
1: Yeah, that's a large number.
2: The first murder I said happened was a female and that's important because that was the only female victim
1: and that, and
2: actually, so we're going to go back to 1985 when this started, it kind of makes me think it is a different person altogether because like, why would you start with a female? In in my personal opinion, you, it it is a man. Obviously it's gotta be a guy to lift that big ass stone, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. if you approach a female and try to kill a female, you don't, have to worry about her fighting back and hurting you or killing you. I don't know if this is true or not, but like he's killed 13 people that we know of, probably mm-hmm. a lot more. And the first one was a woman. Mm-hmm. So he probably thought, okay, I'm going to become a serial killer. If I kill a woman first, I test the waters, you know?
1: Yeah, I can see that.
2: That's what I was talking about.
1: It's an easier kill.
2: The first murder, as I say, was in 1989. And these victims were all homeless every single mm. one of them were homeless and actually all the newspapers they don't call them homeless people over there they call them pavement dwellers
1: oh should that, wow. i give up or should i just keep chasing pavement now this
2: um i don't i guess the same over here but the pavement dwellers over there the homeless they don't have any voting rights is that same over here no no but well, don't you have to have like a social no. security card and all that shit? Just
1: because you're homeless doesn't mean you don't have a Our social driver's security license
2: <laughs> or something. You
1: have to have identification. So you homeless
2: people can vote over here? Yeah, you. If you no, have identification, the only if time you're you can't vote, to vote.
1: The only reason you can't vote is if you are not registered to vote or if you're a convicted felon.
2: They called them the pavement dwellers over there. No voting rights. None of them had identification. Only two of the victims have ever been named. Now this is. Hmm.
0: Oh, because they, they just can't. There's no identification for these people.
2: Um, not that it's just you'll see they don't really give a shit. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of people.
1: That's rough too. That they're most of the victims were homeless because, like, that's an easy kill as well because you can you, yeah
2: unattached like possibly you know. Wait, have you seen American Psycho? Do you know when he goes out? I think he's at the ATM and then he walks over to this mm-hmm. homeless person. He puts on the gloves, and then he's like. He's talking to that guy. And he's like, you know, I can help you. What's your name? And this guy's like really cold. He's got his dog yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh. oh, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Yes, please. And he thinks he's going to give him money. And then he's like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you get a job? Why don't you make some of yourself? And then he stabs him in the stomach. And yeah. then he kicks the dog.
0: Yeah. That's a really sad part in the movie. I mean,
2: think about it. Like, you know, we were watching this other show that was he was doing the same thing. He basically paid a homeless person so he could beat him up you know to get to his all, is... his rage out if you will uh, you know i can see like that i wonder if that ha- actually happens a lot because it's like you can get your rage out and all your violent tendencies they can come out and no one's going well, to care enough you can to do fucking... that with a
1: a boxing
0: Not but it's same. it's it's kind of similar to like a you know murderers who kill prostitutes it's it's like a it's a not a it's not a, obviously not a working hazard, but it's just it's a part of the danger of being homeless or being in that field.
2: On September eighth, nineteen eighty nine, the seventh victim was March. So the first one was in June on this story, and then the S- September was the seventh, so that's pretty quick. Mm. You know, that's what, June, July, August, March? I don't know the name what I is it? September. Yeah, June, July. October, August, October, S- August,
1: no, nope. Septem- September,
2: September.
1: Oh, you got to take October
2: out of okay. there. Okay. Well, how many months is it? This three, three months, seven people in three months. In a police report, it was quoted as a seventh victim, as the, and this is the only line in the report quote, male, approximately 35 years old, beggar slash lunatic type. Mm. They called a lot of them lunatics. This is from another paper, not the police report. This man was, quote, crushed to death on Old Courthouse Street, just one block from police headquarters. Hmm. Okay. Balsy. Yeah, Yeah, very ballsy. And and that's the thing. It's not like... So he's... And I'll get into him in a second, but he's killing homeless people that are sleeping alone because he can't kill them in a group, but he's not going, like, in the dark spots. He's... Basically, doing it right on the street, like in public. He does a, a couple at a train station. There's public coming in and out. You know, it's very ballsy what he's doing. Yeah. His victims are street people,
0: Calcutta's helpless beggars, lunatics, and rickshaw pullers who share their muddy concrete beds with the city's rats, garbage, and disease. And his is the perfect murder weapon in a crumbling city of broken streets. A fifty pound concrete slab that is always taken from near his sleeping victims. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So to answer your question earlier, he doesn't bring a stone from he, home. He
0: doesn't have a bowling bag. Bowling no, and on.
2: I only I only can find that one death picture. And I'm sure there's more out there, but I looked everywhere. So um I wonder But you could see the size of that big ass stone. Big. You yeah. can't bring that, would you?
1: No, I wonder and if it's if it's often taken from like where they're where the victim is, I wonder if he has access to like like maybe he's a city works employee, who like has access to a tool that could pull that concrete. I don't know. Slab I
2: mean, off. I was. The way I, that's that they're what' they're I was
1: describing it. Sounds like yeah. there's just
2: there's the, stones everywhere.
0: There's, <laughs> the city's falling. Because I was thinking that too. I was <laughs> like, well,
2: maybe this guy. Like, I mean, over there, I guess there's fucking stones everywhere. Like,
0: well, yeah, fuck? cities are much older.
2: Yeah, yeah, broken pavement, shit. I mean, it's crazy. Mount
0: Pleasant is yeah. You, you know, can't find a big ass stone fresh, like that. You know, there's paint still fresh <laughs> off those buildings. Whereas Dude, you yeah. over, overseas, you know, they've yeah. been around for quite some time. You
2: can't. I mean, try to. I was thinking about all right. Let me walk through Mount Pleasant and see how long it takes me to they're find they're a stone. These fucking
0: towns over here. That doesn't <laughs> happen over there. They like so where could you find a stone? As they can. Well, they're trying to do that here.
2: Also, there was a 14 year old boy as a victim. Okay, Mm -hmm. And and, you know, I did ask a question we asked earlier. It's very
0: strange because this is he's like literally chucking a 50 pound rock at people and then like running away.
2: Well, yeah. So I guess so homeless people, you know, they sleep on the ground. Right. And so he's basically picking someone that is not in a group. You know, I mean, this guy's wife was killed, but they were sleeping like six feet away. And that was kind of ballsy. So, I mean, he's picking the he's singling out a homeless person just sleeping somewhere and he's finding a big rock and you don't have to chug it. You basically lift it over your head. You basically lift it over your head and you just throw it down like a like Donkey Kong in his barrels. <laughs> yes. Oh
0: my yes. God. Like literally, though. That's yeah. exactly what this is. like. Yeah. But it's very like who, who fucking murders somebody this way?
1: The stone <laughs>
0: the man, stone man. <laughs> but he had to be really strong. Like yeah, oh is. no.
2: So all right, one of the biggest ones that he's used is about a sixty-five pounder, and that's pretty big.
0: That's heavy. And I mean, you're, I wouldn't be able to lift that. Oh yeah, I
2: mean your head. I mean thinking about that stone, And he's probably putting some weight behind it too. He's not just like dropping it a foot over your head. He's probably like no, Donkey Kong, all like
1: I can, yeah, burr, 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 burr. all I can think of. Right. <laughs> the only thing, okay, I I understand the Donkey Kong reference, obviously, but <laughs> the other thing that I think of is Doodle Bob when he has the pencil and he's like, "Oh, I'm annoying." <laughs> <And he's, laughs> Calcutta,
0: India. It was an hour before dawn, but red-eyed Ban Lal refused to sleep. Next to him, stretched out on tattered pieces of cloth and covered by rags, his wife, his mother, and his five children slept soundly as one can on the squalid sidewalks of Calcutta. He
2: said, all right, real quick, his wife, mother, and five children. All right, so I did look, and I have this, I'll put on Talk More this link from, um, was it Reuters, I think? One of those big organizations, and they went over there and took a bunch of pictures and it's bad. Like Jen was saying, it's bad. The poverty is like North mm-hmm. Korea poverty. I mean, because we have homeless people here, obviously. Well, but it's slightly it's like different everyone. because there's like
1: shit ton of people in mm. North Korea. Yeah. It's like echo.
2: Here you Crickets.
1: go. lao said he too needed sleep. All day long, he had worked as a porter, running around town with huge mounds of bananas and heavy bales of jute perched atop his head. But there was no resting now for him and many more of the estimated one million ragtag people who spend each night on the sidewalks of central Calcutta. And why this unhappy vigil? It is Stone Man, said Banalal, grim-faced. I'm afraid he'll come for us.
2: If you think of like the UK, even America, everyone knows Jack the Ripper. Not mm-hmm. everyone, but a large uh, percent of the population.
1: A most a very
0: recognizable name. Yeah, you we might might haven't done that story,
1: one
2: yet. But. And this, over in India, supposedly, a lot of people know about this. It's like... Uh, it's, you know, it's one of those cases that everyone knows about, mm-hmm. you know, the Stoleman. Even though he's not killing, you know, he's not killing the regular population. He's killing homeless people. It's kind of crazy.
1: It's interesting that that he's so well-known considering the size of the homeless population. Yeah. You know? I guess he's a, it's, it's probably like a legend, urban yeah, legend. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, so he's brazen enough to do this in public. He actually killed inside the very crowded Cilda uh, Railroad Station. Another kill what? was.
1: How was he not seen? All right, I'll, this I'll, is I'll like get to that like the Kitty in a Genovese story from New York. No,
2: no, I'll get to. I'll get to. That's a good question. The, the Kitty Genovese like, like twelve people heard it. No one heard this one. Supposedly, maybe they have. I don't know. I'll tell you why. I'll get to that in a second. He killed another near the entrance to Calcutta Subway, which is like the subway for the whole city. The city of 10 million people, the entrance to the subway, which everyone takes right there. He killed another right in front of a United Bank of India. One of the big banks like B of A, Bank of America over here, like right in front of the big old bank, just poosh, stolen in the, in the face. No, not in the daytime. I'm going to get to that in a second. I was going to say. Here, you go ahead and read this. This is from the Sydney Morning Herald, Tuesday, September 19th, 1989. This, uh, some of his M.O. right here.
0: The victims were hit only once, except in one case where it is clear that the victim had convulsion and was Ooh. hit twice, said the expert. Probably that was the only time the expert killer made a slight error.
1: Hmm. The expert killer.
2: Yeah. I now, guess
1: it doesn't take much to just throw a rock at someone.
2: Yeah, so like I said, the uh stones... Probably a man, like you guys said um, earlier. A, one story did circulate that it was a woman, or at least a man wearing a woman's scarf. Mm, but that report has never...
1: Well, that's a theory about panned. Jack the Ripper, too. Is that Yeah. The, the and it, it might woman. be but like I
2: the same like psychology. It
0: would be very hard for this one to be a female. Yeah, because
2: that rock... I mean, look at look at this fucking rock. Go to tuckmore.com to see this bad boy.
0: Not that women can't be strong,
1: but... Thinking yeah. about, no, like, India. No,
2: women can't be strong, yeah, so. I like that boulder.
1: That is a nice boulder. Nicole,
2: you can't pick that motherfucker no, up. No, I wouldn't be Jen able to. Jen can pick it up. Yeah, I could. <laughs> yeah, I fucking Jen, could. Jen's the killer. It's <laughs> me. Surprise. Okay, now.
0: But you know what I mean. Like, there's, there's think about... The population of India, like how many women can really uh, pick that up? 7
2: trillion people over there. Yeah,
0: I know, but think about how many women (laughs) do you think can probably do that? They're the last ones to eat, like they're probably malnourished, you know what I mean? Especially if you're homeless.
1: Yeah. I wonder if it was another homeless person. I don't know. Who was like, it would be hard to identify that person because there are so many of them and maybe he had beef with a bunch of homeless people and the one lady, maybe she is like an unrequited love and that's why he killed her. Maybe. Maybe mystery solved. Done. I,
2: I do have a pretty compelling theory. I'm going to throw out there. All right. Um, now there were no fingerprints on the stones at all, and also I will put a little subtext here. Detectives actually never collected even one of the stones. As evidence. They oh, literally please. just left him bloody on the street. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my they left him bloody on the street? So when they come out and say, That's no fingerprints were there, they didn't fucking check. The
1: kid walks up it's like, oh my gosh, like what's what's on this rock? And it's we like, could probably go over there Johnny. now
2: and find that stone just bloody it's still sitting there. there. It's still there, man. No one else can pick it up. It's fucking heavy. It's
1: like <laughs> Arthur in the Exc- Excalibur. Yeah. Like
2: I was Only saying. the stone
1: man yeah. can pick it up.
2: Like I was saying, you'll see in a second, these cops didn't give a shit. And no one else cares either. I mean, let's be honest here. There was no eyewitnesses in this case. And to answer Jen's question earlier, every murder that we're talking about now with the Stoneman happened between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. on either a Tuesday or a Saturday. And I'm going to tell you why in a second, maybe. Hmm. Now, he always attacks someone sleeping some distance from the other. Like I say, he never attacks in a group.
1: Oh, I have a theory. Based on those days, Tuesday and Saturday, usually, like maybe a restaurant owner, like restaurants in the US anyway, most times are definitely, well, not definitely, not every restaurant. A lot of restaurants are closed on Monday. Some are closed on Sunday too. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was someone that was tired of the homeless population begging for food. But it's sad that this wasn't, you know, that you say people didn't care about it. But there are probably some people that are of the mindset that, um, especially that we're on the police force at that time that, you know, these were this is just making the homeless population smaller. Mm. Kind of like the theory <laughs> behind, like, killing pr- prostitutes, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not I'm not one of those... I mean, I think it's terrible that you're going to kill one, some of the most vulnerable people, but, you know, I'm not everyone, especially in 1989 India. There was actually
2: three false confessions. Three people came Ooh. up and said, I did what?
1: it. What?
2: Yeah. I did it, but not, not, none of them panned out. And there was... One that they really thought was a suspect. His name was Muhammad Akram. He was also an eyewitness. He said that the stone man actually dropped a stone and he evaded it. And he did have the gash to prove it. Okay. He said he was attacked by the stone man and his ear was cut. But then later they figured out that that was just a a rat bite. A rat had bit him. So, so, so he was an eyewitness. So he was just lying, but he was probably delusional too.
1: Yeah, I mean, so he was, he was, it was a false confession about him being the stone man or and being a witness, or I, just just about being a witness,
2: being the witness. Here's here's what probably happened. Okay, and I was thinking about this. He probably because all right, you go in to confess, and it takes hours and hours, and hours, and you sit in the station. And what do they do? They bring you food. They kind of cater to you. So he's getting a free meal, you know,
1: somewhere warm to sit for a little bit.
2: Yeah. So he lied about it. Like, what are they going to do? Put him in jail? I mean, he would love that. Right. I mean, now he can eat. Yeah. I mean, so I I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I kind of maybe that is why there's some false confessions. But I don't know.
1: I mean, it makes sense. But were the false confessions all about being victims or were they about, like, being the stone man?
2: Um, There was three about the stone man and one about being a victim. Mm -hmm. None of them were real. Here, this is about his eighth victim.
0: Stone man killer claims eighth victim. Calcutta's poor, who sleep on the pavements and sidewalks, began an all-night vigil after the dreaded psychopathic killer stone man struck again. Terror spread through central Calcutta this past week when the stone man, so named because he uses a stone to kill people sleeping on pavements, claimed his eighth victim in three months. Police who had been patrolling the area through the night found the body of a 40-year-old unidentified man lying in a pool of blood, his head crushed by a large stone. It was the first murder by the stone man in several weeks. We thought the killer's heart had changed, but now we realize we have a due we, now we realize we have to start from scratch again," said Deputy Commissioner of Police Rashpal Singh.
2: The stone man. You know, I haven't. Why would my- he
0: think that he's got a change of heart just because he's been inactive <laughs> for a couple weeks? He's taking a snoozer. Like no,
1: he's still on the loose, dude.
2: Uh
1: He stopped killing, so we
2: don't have to worry about him anymore. It's cool. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's cool. I mean, he's only killed seven people, right? I mean, it's
2: cash under control. Okay, now this is um the same guy, Deputy Commissioner Rosh Paul Shing. Is that how you say Shing? Sing. Singh. We are going back to the stone age, killing each other with stones shows what kind of progress we have made here.
0: In the first three or four murders, we did not have an idea that it might be methodical or the work of a single person, Singh said. And initially, yes, I do admit some lack of concern because these victims were, after all, just pavement dwellers. Just
1: pavement dwellers. Oh, my gosh, that's so demoralizing. Yeah, they're
2: saying that in the newspaper, like the cops are.
1: That's pretty bad.
2: Police did claim to be on top of everything. Now, this is from the Star Tribune in October of 18, 18th, October 1989.
0: Police patrols have been stepped up throughout central Calcutta where all the murders have taken place. Hundreds of suspects, described by the police as lunatics and maniacs, have been swept up in a citywide dragnet. Undercover agents have even been posing as street people, pretending to sleep under blankets that hide their service revolvers.
1: Um, I wouldn't pretend to do that because nope, because I mean, I mean, it, like if it someone help, help you to, if a bowler's gonna get checked. That's at your what head. I'm saying. Like, oh it's yeah, one, <laughs> that's it's, a good point. It's one thing if like someone if the mo yeah. was like. Maybe they're wearing a helmet, like a
2: football helmet. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Because, I mean, here's the thing. If you had a football helmet in 1989 Calcutta, you could probably sell that for some money to get some food. Oh,
2: you know what I would do? What? So I would be in the uh, sleeping bag, like facing my head towards the feet. And I would put like a fake head, kind of like a Ferris Bueller, you you know, where uh, his dad opens the door and the fake... The uh, yeah. bodies in the, yeah, the yeah. bed or, uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. So when he drops the stone on the fake head, then you're like, I gotcha. Ha-ha. How would you, you know? get out of the feet? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Maybe I don't fucking know. All right. So they actually went undercover and were homeless. Now, the human rights activists got involved in this, saying that this was just an excuse. Because the police are quote beating defenseless street people and torturing unlikely suspects who could not possibly be the Stone Man, they were basically just going out there sleeping with the homeless and beating the shit out of them. <laughs>
1: like, what the fuck? Is one of the theories that it was law enforcement
2: um, trying to kill off? Okay, the uh, let me tell you the interesting theory. Let me maybe you know I haven't thought about that, but. Here is my theory, and this is a pretty good theory. It's not my theory per se, but... It's the one you like the best. one I like the best. So this is from police chief of detectives Prasun Mukherjee. He says, quote, This man also could be a tantric, a death sorcerer of some kind. You know how the Indians, they have all this like deities and gods and elephants and Yeah, shit. and Hinduism,
1: Hinduism, yeah. Yeah.
2: So here is a theory. What what days did I say?
1: June 1st.
2: No, no, no. What days of the week? Tuesday, Tuesday. through Saturday. Tuesday and Saturday. Oh. Tuesday, Just yeah. those two. Now, do you guys know what a tantric sex cult is? No. Have you seen the Bikram documentary? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have not.
2: It's really that, interesting. That is basically a tantric sex cult.
0: Oh. Well, no. It's one guy being oh, a it, pervert.
2: He, is he not from India?
0: Yeah. And does he
2: not do yoga?
0: Yeah. Does he not have sex with does he not he created it. Does oh, he not assault and
2: and molest all the females there? Yeah. That's exactly oh, what don't. a the tantric sex club does. They I all practice yoga and they they all um So
1: that's another reason why I don't do yoga.
0: The cre is Bikram, the guy who did it. What, yeah, is, what like he would abuse.
2: That I wouldn't say that's the culture, but It It happens a lot over there, and I think yoga is, you know, linked to sexuality. I mean, you're bending the vagina, you're doing splits and all this stuff. It's just like you can easily just get in there.
0: I know, (laughs) I know. He's he's getting himself. I mean, it's okay. I get you. Hot yoga. Yeah, hot yoga.
2: Sweaty. Anyway, so Tantra is a religious philosophy that aspires to permanent bliss or spiritual enlightenment. Tantra may also include sexual exercises. Now, there's this article about this lady that is the leader of one of these sex cults. This is from the Daily Beast. This is her right here. I'll link this on Talk Murder. That's her right there. And she's been on, like, uh, TV, too. I don't know if you guys have seen her before.
0: No. Psalm said you cannot be a powerful woman and be afraid of your pussy. One of her earliest (laughs) L.A. students, Zoe Kors, told the Daily Beast, women are sitting on the biggest energy generators on the planet, but we don't realize it because of all the secrecy and shame in our histories for thousands of years. Psalm, in short time she was there, got that information out to us.
2: So, she as a woman is in charge of this sex cult from what I've been reading and that's what she says. You cannot be a powerful woman and be afraid of your pussy. Okay? So it's not just a male dominated, you know, thing. I mean, this is women too. It I, you know, I don't want to say it's the culture but I don't know, it kinda is. And th- there's this video I'll put on, we're not gonna watch it, but it's about um I think she's a stand up comedian or something, but she was actually in one of these sex cults. I'm gonna put it on the um, on the website. She uh she she kind of makes fun of it, but she was actually there. It's kinda interesting. Let us go down that sex cult route. Okay. They usually worship Cali, K A L I. What it, what does that come from? Al Qaeda. There you go, right? The Kali, K-A-L-I, is the goddess of death and destruction, like I said. Now, quote, her two most auspicious days, it is said, are... Tuesdays Tuesdays and and Saturdays. There you go. Okay, now, they also worship a god called Chinamasta. Okay, and I'll show you a picture of her right now. She's a goddess. That's her. She had no head. She has no head. There you go. So they... They uh, well, pray to her
1: detached from her body. So
2: basically um, here, read this. This is uh, she, she has no head and she would take the heads of others, which is kind of like what the stone man was doing.
1: Hmm.
0: The semi nude goddess usually wear tiger skin skirt and standing or seated on a divine holds her severed head in one hand and a scimitar in another. Three jets of blood spurt out of her bleeding neck and are drunk by her severed head and two attendants.
2: Why? So, I mean, think about it. Tuesdays and Saturdays are important. Okay. The time's really not, the time three and five is not really important, but that's so no one sees them. And I mean, they do worship this goddess with no head and he is throwing the stone on the head. I don't know. It could, could relate. You know why else would you kill someone on Tuesday and Saturday? I mean, what the fuck?
0: I mean, I think Annie's in a Calcutta. Huh? Yeah, I think there's definitely a connection there. I'm not so sure about the tantric sex thing, though.
2: Well, the, the tantric sex cult worships the Kali and this other goddess. Oh, That's okay. why they oh, they make that connection. Okay. Yeah. So and, and they they have been known to sacrifice humans and stuff like that. So they're thinking it's just someone in that field. From the Telegraph 19th March 2004 here's another one The body of a 55-year-old rickshaw puller his head smashed by a stone was recovered from a footpath of Ask Ask some road I can't pronounce it in some town I can't pronounce that either police station area so it was by the police station and he was on a footpath freaking head you know, blown out, and there's this big stone. Police say Rajak's head had been smashed beyond recognition with a heavy blunt weapon, most probably a stone. Neither has the weapon been recovered nor any arrests made. So this is in 2004. Now, this is in a different city altogether. So he's moving from Calcutta, from Calcutta. Mm -hmm. He's moving from Calcutta, if it's the same guy. It could be a copycat. Are, yeah. It could be just a completely unrelated event. Hmm. But, you know, it does spark rumors that maybe the stone man's coming back. Hmm. And February 2019, there was more murders, several more murders, similar in MO and everything with the stone in Guwahati city of Assam. Huh. And that's completely different city. That's actually like 1,200 miles away.
0: Could be a copycat, yeah. Yeah,
2: it could be a copycat. But anyway, as far as the information... It ain't hardly none, and mostly because the police didn't even write a fucking report on half of these so, fucking killers. Yeah. So it's like I don't yeah. know, but that's the Stoneman case. Apparently, if you're in India, you probably know it or at least heard of it. Hmm. So what do you guys think of that? Interesting.
1: Sad. Interesting though.
0: I won Yeah, I mean, I wonder if he just if he stopped or if he got caught doing something else and he went to jail, and because I kind of get the feeling that this. The, the new newer stuff is not him yeah cause that's um, like 35 years later or so so I'm wondering if there was something else that made him stop
2: I don't know but he's in, the,
0: in jail right now for something else
2: alright well that's my episode I hope you guys liked it it's very short but I wanted to do it because I don't know stone man fucking great name
1: It's a great name for
2: a killer, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I think of the Zodiac Killer and stuff. Like, what a great name. Like, no wonder he wants to, like, taunt the police and try Mm -hmm. to get publicity. Mm -hmm. You know?
0: There's something about uh, some documentary that's about to come out about the Zodiac Killer.
2: Yeah, that his his son, or he says his granddad was probably the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mm
0: -hmm. I can't can't wait to watch it.
2: So they got, I don't know much about it, but Mm -hmm. I know they got the Zodiac's... D- you can- DNA off a, a letter that he sent because he licked the uh, envelope oh. and that's how they got his DNA so they probably did the ancestral DNA if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button or whatever podcasting app you use. If you like this story, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our Stone Man, go talkmer.com slash join, become a talk host supremo. Get a badass t-shirt, sticker, swag, a lot of love, shout it out all over the place. Tell me what story you want me to do. I'll research it, dedicate it to you on Talk on the Talk, Murder Beam podcast. My name is John, here with Jen and Stone Man, and, and, and until next time, Stone Man. <laughs>